It's the Microcom Podcast, and I'm Rob Walling. I'm your host of this podcast every week where we pull audio from videos that we record at Microcomps, often in-person events, sometimes they're from our YouTube channel. Like this week, we have a Microconf Tactics episode. It's titled, Every Founder Must Know These SaaS Metrics to Grow. And this is a popular video on our YouTube channel, of course, microconf.com slash YouTube, if you want to check that out, or click the link in the show notes to go directly to this video. Really appreciate you listening to this podcast week after week. And with that, let's dive into the meat of the show. In this video, I'm going to talk through SaaS sales and marketing metrics every founder must know. And if you stick around till the end, I'll give you two bonus metrics that can give you deep insights into the happiness of your customers. I'm Rob Walling, startup founder with multiple exits. I've written four books on building startups and invested in more than 125 companies. Last year, we put out a video on this channel called SaaS Metrics, the best guide to software as a service KPIs. And I'm not going to rehash everything in that video, but in the video, I talked about my three high, three low framework. So there were six metrics to look at. In addition, I talked about two North Star metrics you want to look at. MRR, monthly recurring revenue, is one, and growth rate, month over month growth rate, or year over year, are two North Star metrics. But they are lagging indicators. The three that you want to keep low are cost to acquire a customer, sales effort, which is calls to close and days to close, and churn. And then the three that you want to say high are annual contract value, expansion revenue, and referrals. So if you want to dig into those, go watch the other video. In this video, I'm going to dig into sales and marketing metrics, as the title indicates. And I'm going to start by looking at a marketing funnel, a low-touch marketing funnel that doesn't involve a sales process. So no demos, people self-close, as they say. And when I think of a marketing funnel, I'm taking it all the way from a unique visitor to your website, all the way through purchase and retention and referrals. So from the top of the funnel, we have unique visitors per time period. Usually I look at unique visitors per month. Is it more or is it less than the prior month? What is our average number of unique humans who come to the website? And then the next step in your funnel, if it's truly a marketing funnel, is either for someone to opt into your email list, so that's an optional step, or for them to move from a visitor to a trial user. And I would phrase that as visitor to trial conversion rate. And visitor to trial conversion rate is such an important number that I still remember this percentage for Hittail and Drip, my last two SaaS apps. With Hittail, we were priced at 10, 20, 40, $80 a month. I think those were the four main tiers. And visit to trial, not including blog traffic, just the marketing website, was at 2%. And we asked for credit card upfront. And with a drip for most of the time, it's a higher price product. It was $49 up to thousands a month, depending on your list size. We had just under 1% visitor to trial. I believe it was about 0.75. And that also had a credit card up front. If you have a credit card up front, I like to see the number between 0.75 and 2 or 3%, depending on your price point. Once someone is in a trial, of course, you're trying to get them onboarded. Often, if you have a marketing funnel like this, it's high volume. And so you often have automated means inside the app, emails going out live chat pop-ups, even walkthroughs to get folks acquainted with the app. But once they convert at the end of that trial, that's your trial to paid or trial to purchase conversion rate. And if you're asking for a credit card before the trial, I like to see that trial to paid conversion rate between 40 and 60%. And with no credit card up front, usually 10 to 20%. I know of a few apps that get above that that are in the mid 20s, but I think 10 to 20 is probably a pretty good range without a credit card up front before the trial. 
The next metric I like to look at and think about is expansion revenue. We talked about this in a video where I dove deep into SaaS pricing, but expansion revenue is where your customers pay you more as they get more value from your product. And the more expansion revenue you have, the closer you can get to one of my four SaaS cheat codes, which is net negative churn. This is where your churn is actually negative and your MRR grows without adding any new customers that month. So if you can structure your pricing using value metrics or feature gating or both to the point where you have expansion revenue, you're in a great place to grow your business. The next metric is hard to measure. It's referral rate. And unless everyone's referring through some piece of software that you can track, usually you just have to take the best guess at how many people are being referred. How did you hear about us is something you can ask at the beginning of your onboarding. And if they say referred by a customer, you can get a general idea, but this is definitely one that's difficult to attribute, but extremely powerful. This is that word of mouth component. It implies there's a virality to your application if existing customers are going out and referring others. And of course, this is something great to ask for, right? You ask after, let's say someone pays for an annual plan, or let's say someone has been using you for two or three months, and at that point, churn drops off precipitously. That's where you drop them an email and say, hey, as the founder of this, I really appreciate you sticking around. Is it possible that you know someone else who might be able to use this? Or would you be willing to tweet about us or post about us on LinkedIn? And those are ways that you can at least encourage some referrals. And the last metric I'd be looking at in my funnel is churn or retention. These two things are the opposite of one another, but you can look at a retention graph where you see how many people are remaining customers for how long or vice versa. You can look at the churn graph and get an idea of how quickly people are churning out. And oftentimes what you'll find is you'll have a higher churn in month one or month two as people stick around and use it as an extended paid trial. And then usually churn goes way down, hopefully below, let's say three, 4% in an ideal world after that first 60 or 90 days. So those are marketing metrics that I would be monitoring in a low touch funnel. Now let's talk about sales metrics that you would monitor in a high touch funnel. And with high touch funnels, you can still have inbound traffic where you are doing content and SEO. And so you could look at the same numbers, the unique visitor per month to optional email opt-in. And then usually it's visitor to demo conversion rate, because if you're doing high touch, that implies that you are doing sales calls. But as we look at this high touch funnel, I'm going to use the example of outbound. So cold outreach, whether it's cold email, cold calling, cold LinkedIn, whatever prospecting you're doing, you need to be thinking about how many outbound attempts are we making per month? How many emails are we sending? How many cold calls am I making? How many LinkedIn outreaches are we making? So that'd be the first number that I look at. And that is kind of equivalent to the unique visitors per month. It's a top line, top of funnel number for a high touch funnel. The next step down in the funnel, of course, is the reply rate, how many people respond. And then it's how many people are get sales qualified. So there's this acronym SQL, which is a sales qualified lead. So you can look at sales qualified lead per reply, or you can look at sales qualified lead per outbound attempt in a given month. The next step after a lead is qualified is to get a demo. So you can look at the demo to purchase rate, the your calls to close. Sometimes it's a one call close, sometimes it's a five call close, but tracking how many calls and the average number of days from the initial contact until purchase is something that, that I'd be looking at. Once they purchase, you now have expansion, referral rate, and retention 
much the same way you did with the low touch funnel. In this case though, you probably have a closer relationship with these folks because you've done essentially in-person demos. They're most likely over, over Zoom or Google Meet, but you have a relationship with them. You also probably have fewer customers than with a low touch funnel. And so the ability to get referrals is actually increased here because you have a face-to-face -face relationship with folks. Expansion revenue is another thing. If you're doing high touch sales, it's implied that you're selling these more expensive contracts and the opportunity for expansion revenue can occur if folks are adding new seats or they are otherwise expanding their use of your product. And lastly, retention. Of course, in this case, retention isn't just, I hope they stick around. If someone's paying you $50,000 a year, you're most likely going into customer success mode. Whether you have a customer success manager handling this or whether you're doing it yourself, you're probably reaching out to these people periodically, especially a few months before their hopefully annual contract renews to figure out, are they happy? Are they using the software? Because if not, you're gonna lose them. And in this case, you can do a white glove, high touch approach to retention. In a second, I'm gonna give you two bonus metrics that can give you insights into the happiness of your customers. But before I do that, if you wanna dive deeper into metrics, I recorded what is one of the more popular episodes of my podcast from the past few years. The podcast is Startups for the Rest of Us and it's episode 602, Explaining SaaS Metrics to a Child. And if you check out episode 602, know that Startups for the Rest of Us is a podcast that comes out every week and has since 2010. So 13 years of episodes, there's almost 650 in the feed. And I talk about very similar topics to what are here on this YouTube channel. I'm talking about SaaS ideas, I'm talking about idea validation, building your product, maybe with no code, maybe with code, finding co-founders, co-founder disputes, selling your company, growing your company, launching your company, all things that you would wanna know as you bootstrap or mostly bootstrap your SaaS. The two bonus metrics that I want to talk about are NPS and CSAT. These are measures of customer satisfaction. And really early on in your product, these are probably not the best fit because these tend to be, I'll say, higher level metrics and they're kind of lagging indicators. When you're trying to claw for your first 10, 100, few hundred customers, there are the metrics in the three high, three low framework, and then the marketing numbers I just talked through in this video. But as you grow, NPS is a long-term measure of customer satisfaction. So you might do an NPS survey every quarter to a, a portion of your customers. You might do it once a year and you get a number between negative 100, which is terrible, and positive 100. And if you think about companies like Apple that are well-loved by their customers, they get scores up in the 90s, I believe, maybe it is around 90, but even having an NPS of 40 or 50 is actually a pretty decent sign depending on the industry you're in. That's a high level, how happy are your customers? Would they recommend it to other people? How happy are they using your product? Versus CSAT, which is the customer satisfaction score. This is a short-term measure. Usually it's measured by you having a support interaction with a company and then right after they fire you that email that says rate your support on a scale of one to five. But these are two metrics you can use as a SaaS founder to help determine the short-term and the long-term happiness of your customers. If you enjoyed this video, please hit the like and subscribe to the channel and I'll see you next week. Thank you.